Hi there, it's Tanya Stokes, and welcome to my podcast. Well, this is where I come to have meaningful conversations about the things that interest me and some of the things I know you want to hear about. So today, I want to talk about this quote, strong people stand up for themselves, the strongest people stand up for others. I like that. And I think that is true. Um, it reminds me of a time when, uh, gosh, we had we had just moved to Charlotte. It had been, I don't know, we had been here maybe two years or so. And uh, I would try to schedule my day around my sons. And uh, so I didn't go to work until he was at school. And I would work a full day and I'd get off about an hour before he gets out of school, go home, cook dinner. So we have dinner and mess around, mess around with homework a little bit. And then I'll go back to work. Well, I remember this particular day, my son came home late and um, I was like, where were you? So, you know, he's huffing and puffing like, ma. You know, the boy down the street was messing with, I can't remember the kid's name, but we'll say Dan, was messing with Dan, who would be the neighbor's kid. And Dan was different. He was very sweet, very, very sweet, very quiet, um, an introvert, you know? And uh, my son was an introvert as well, but, <clears throat> excuse me, but um, I I was impressed, like... <laughs> So the story goes, the kids on the bus always mess with Dan. And uh, this particular day, I guess the guy put his hands on him. And uh, so he, so, you know, I explained to him that, you know, while that's good that you're looking out for your friend, you have to be careful and just kind of just stay in your lane. Like, don't let them bully him. You need to tell the bus driver you need to tell the principal. I appreciate you telling me. And of course, you know, my nostrils are flaring because now I'm pissed. But I'm pissed because I see what's ahead. You know, you're looking out for this kid. But there is going to come a time where you're going to be the target. And let me tell you, within a month's time, my son became the target. But it was the same group of kids. It's they all lived in the same house. Dad worked for the FBI in some capacity, um, you know, according to the uh, leasing office, like the kids were just a shit show sometimes. And I wasn't the first person that made a complaint. So, um, you know, my thing was, you guys are either going to deal with this or I'm going to deal with it. So as, as time went on, uh, my son mentioned another time that the kid bothered him. So then, of course, I approached the kid and um, I was really nice. You know, I just said, if my son comes home one more time and tells me that you were bullying him, you're going to have me to deal with. And my son did. And we went to the kid's house. And, you know, I explained to my son that this is not something that you would do if I'm not around. 
So knocked on the door, you know, backed away from the step, you know, so I wasn't on their property. And when the kid opened the door, I said, call your mom or your dad to the door, please. Long story short, you know, this kid was like, oh, she's in the shower, which is something that, you know, parents will tell kids to say if a stranger comes to the door. The mother never came to the door. I went back, left my telephone number. She never called. So then I went to the leasing office and said, I will call the police every single day, every single day, if you don't handle this family. And in Charlotte, Charlotte has this, uh, and I'm sure it's everywhere. You can go to charmec.org and see how many times the police had been called to a particular neighborhood and see what they were called for and all this good stuff. And it was a great neighborhood, beautiful neighborhood. Um, I absolutely loved it. I stayed there actually until I bought my house. Um, but and I started doing that. I think I only had to call maybe twice. And um, eventually they got rid of that family, but it wasn't because of me. I think it was, you know, they had had enough, but I'm saying all that to say, I could appreciate what my son did for Dan. He, the bad thing about it was I knew that that was going to make him a target. Like, who are you? You know, like mind your business, let us rough this kid up for no reason. And when you think about some reasons why you would have to stand up for other people, it's mind blowing. It's, it's the simplest things. You know what I mean? Um, like today, everybody's protesting. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people are protesting and we're protesting because of injustice across the board. Some people have a problem with it. Some people don't. I personally have a problem with social injustice, racial bias, um, the whole nine. I have a problem with the way black and brown people are being treated at the hands of police. Now, I know a lot of people will talk about, oh, well, you know, there's a lot of black on black crime, but there is a lot of white on white crime, too, and a lot of, you know, Latino on Latino crime. You know what I mean? We could keep throwing these sto these stones, you know, across the room. But at the end of the day, there comes a time where you have to say enough is enough, you know, Um and you stand up for other people and you stand up for them, not because they can't stand up for themselves. Lord knows it's not because they don't have the strength to stand up for themselves. But, you know, the greater the number, the more power you have. So black and brown people have been tre being treated badly for quite some time. And people get together and say, you know what? We're not taking this anymore. And this has nothing to do with me. It's about humanity. We're going to stand up for all the races, not just the black race, but we're standing up for the human race. So when I hear quotes like strong people stand up for themselves, but stronger people stand up for others, that resonates with me because that's what we need more of. And you can flip that and you can use that in every area of your life, even at work. Like sometimes you go to work and you screw up. 
You know, I think instead of your boss chastising you or allowing her boss to chastise you, she could stand up for you and say, hey, look, you know, Tanya may have had a bad day. Luckily, it didn't cost us a lot of money. Um, but, you know, she's a great worker. You know, you know, I, I could stand, you know what I mean, for her and say, I'm going to work with her to make sure she gets this right and this will never happen again. Like in every area of your life, you can stand up for someone. If you're a kid in school, like my son did, you know, you could stand up against the bullies. You could stand in the gap for your friend. You know, even in in prayer, you hear it in church. You know, you intercede, you know, on behalf of someone else. So <clears throat> I guess I came on here today just to say, be the strongest person. Be the strongest person and don't always participate in the conversation about this person and how crappy this person is or you know, be a part of ruining someone's reputation when you can actually stand up for them and then maybe, you know, double back and have a conversation with them. It's, it, it happens all the time. We circle back and we say, look, you know, they were saying some unpleasant things and um, here's what I think we need to work on. And you don't have to say what was said um, in the building where I work. Every now and then you'll get somebody saying something about the landlord. Well, I've never had that experience with him. I have never had a bad experience with this man. And I always say, well, maybe it's because, you know, I go to work. Like, you know, my rent is this much. I pay the rent. If I see him, hey, how you doing? And I keep it moving. Like, we don't sit around and have small talk. I don't crack jokes, like the whole nine, you know, not that I'm that stiff. I just don't do it. So nobody's too comfortable and the lines are not blurred. And, you know, you're never going to misunderstand the friendship or the relationship. It is a business relationship. Let's handle business. And when I say I need something fixed, I want it fixed, like immediately. I, I get it. Like maybe you have to wait 24, 48 hours or whatever, depending on what it is. But um, no, I don't want you to think that I'll get to that later because Tanya is cool and I know Tanya will understand. So for me, I try to stay on the other side of that line, but I've never had a bad experience with him. And when I say that to other people, they're like, what? Oh, he must like you. And I'm like, no, I don't think he treats me any differently than anybody else. It's just that, you know, I... I don't do the small talk. I just don't. When my life changed, I mean, this man had my back and he does not know me other than my name. You know what I mean? So I think it's good when, when someone has had an experience with someone and you haven't had that experience, it's okay for you to stand up for that person and say, well, you know, that, that's not my experience with him. You know, and depending on who the person is, because this actually happened to me, depending on who the person is, they will try to get you on their team. Like, no, Tanya, but and he you don't remember when he did X, Y, Z. And, and I always have follow up questions. Yeah. But so he did that because what? Like, what did the person do? And when you unpack that, 
the person always did something crazy previous to his reaction. So the person did something and this was the reaction. You know what I mean? Nothing petty. Actually, it was, it's 100% business legit. And I remember saying that, like, you do know that that's how business works. You do understand that. You know, you should probably take some time and read up on it because that's how it works. And it's not like, oh, I'm just dismissing all the bad things you have to say about this person, you know, just because it's, that's not what I'm doing. I have never had those experiences with that person. So I cannot join you in that conversation. So I just want to leave with you guys today that there are different situations in life where there comes a time where you may have to, or I mean, you don't have to, but it wouldn't be a bad idea if you're in a position to stand up for someone because you know what they're saying about that person isn't true. You know what I mean? And I think when you do that, especially in the workforce, you know, it builds that long-term loyalty and credibility and the commitment from the other person. And it also helps team morale. You know what I mean? Um, just in every area of your life, like just standing in the gap, even for your kids, like let your kids see you defend them. Then the next time something happens, they're okay coming to you and telling you the truth. Like, here's what happened. Here's what that person did or said. And here's what I did or said. You know what I mean? Oh, so-and-so was bullying Dan and, you know. So I'm running late because I was out there helping him. Okay, now that makes sense. But now I know I have to get ready because you're going to be the next target and I'm here for it. So I just want to leave you with that today that um, it's okay to be strong and stand up for yourself. But man, let me tell you, you will be the strongest of them all when you decide to be selfless and stand up for others. That's going to do it for me. I'm Tanya Stokes. Um, I hope you got something out of this. It's a lot longer than I intended, but um, I haven't seen you guys or I haven't spoken with you guys in a while. So I guess this is just my way of saying, hey, hey there, hey. <laughs> That's going to do it for me. If there's ever anything you want to chat about, send me an email to send an email at Tanya L. Stokes at gmail.com. I'm Tanya Stokes, and that's going to do it for a conversation with Tanya. We'll talk soon. Bye.